Hello there. General Kenobi! You are listening to Mando Talk, your home for the Mandalorian chapter breakdown, speculation, and all kinds of Star Wars fun. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, all you Ugnaughts and Jawas, to another week's episode of Mando Talk. That's right, this is Mando Talk, and... I'm happy to be back. Uh, we're having a great time here in studio. Good time. Good time. Uh, it's been a while because last week was the Rebel Scum Texan podcast. Well, again, not a podcast episode. So let's talk about that real quick. Yeah. Apologies. Nah. Uh, yeah. We decided to make it a YouTube exclusive only because, I mean, who wouldn't want to see our faces? And it was a great right. uh, conversation for us to have as far as maybe people being introduced to our YouTube channel for the first time. So we just kind of made the decision to make it YouTube exclusive. So if you didn't see last week's content that we put out, go check out our YouTube channel. Yeah. So what we kind of want you guys to do is start migrating over to YouTube. Um, and But, you know, don't forget about our podcast channels on Apple and Spotify and everything. But YouTube is kind of where we're, we're wanting to see our future go. So keep yeah. that in mind moving forward. Well, and it's... And two, I've kind of talked about this before, but podcasts, I mean, we're going to continue to do it because it's where we, I mean, that's our roots. Like, that's where we started. And I think that's what we do best because, I mean, we obviously don't have maybe the best look, but, I mean, it looks pretty incredible to me. I mean, we're surrounded by Star Wars stuff. But YouTube, but we are good looking too, and we (laughs) want you guys to see us. (laughs) YouTube allows (laughs) us to do those Mando mini talks and the shorter little discussions and gives us you know, face-to-face interaction to where you get to see us cutting up and all those different things. So check that out if you haven't. But we're excited to do our back-to-normal schedule here. We got our podcast episode. We got our YouTube video, whichever platform you want to roll with. But like Nolan said, YouTube is a great platform if you haven't seen us there yet. So go check that out and hit subscribe if you haven't. And also, with us tonight, you've heard him a little bit, Jacob Keller. What's up? Yes, sir. Here I am. How you doing? I'm doing good. Did you have a good week? Yeah. Yeah, going back to school. Yeah, uh, start of the new semester. Right. Um, right I've only got um till May next year to graduate. Well, may the force uh, uh, be with you. Oh, well, thank that. you. <laughs> I could probably get done sooner if I really put my mind to it. Yeah, really put my effort to it. College is one of those things, man, that you just gotta, you know, put everything you got into yeah. it, or it's yeah. gonna be really tough. Yeah, but yep. you keep uh trucking and balancing on. that with work and right. But, you know, I see the light at the end of the tunnel, and yeah, yeah, and Almost I'm learning there. some. I'm learning some good stuff, right? You know? Like and uh, it ain't a train, is it? How to speak? Uh-huh. That light at the end of the tub- tunnel ain't a train, is it? <laughs> no, <laughs> you're learning no. how to speak different languages, like you heard a couple weeks ago. A little ago. bit <laughs> when I have time for that. <laughs> well, oh, also we got Nolan. Nolan, how's your week been going? Man, my week's been good. Past two weeks have been good. That's good. Uh, but, you know, busy as always. Yeah. Well, Star Wars is a little busy right now. It so is. what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the recent Star Wars news. We're going to have a lot of fun, like we said. I mean, you heard us cutting up as soon as we came on air It's tonight. pretty much this whole night is open to speculation, I believe. I think so. We're just having fun and with the different news Nolan pieces. And classic Nolan rants. Probably. <laughs> Probably. I mean, <laughs> if you listen to Mando Talk, you're well aware of that content from yeah. Nolan. I and I take a hard <laughs> left turn sometimes, yeah. and we veer off of our you know path, but we always find our way back. We find and our way back. That's yeah. what matters, man. That's what yeah. matters. Yeah. Just like Anakin, you know, he fell off the path, and yeah. at the very end of it, 
he got back on track, just yep. like we'll do eventually <laughs> yeah. on this podcast episode. Star Wars yeah. nature documentary. <laughs> and then the Sith yeah. that he killed to get him back good come back and just ruined his whole arc. But uh, anyway, anyway, we don't need to talk about that when okay. B.A.'s not here. I yeah. mean, B.A. would just have a heyday with that. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure he's laughing. <laughs> well, listen, let's do this. We got some things to talk about, things to have fun with you guys this week. Uh, first thing, Alan Tudyk, uh, K2SO voice actor. But not only that, I believe... He actually is on set when they do the scenes, and he has to wear, like, this crazy outfit in order for him to be able to shoot it. So, oh, cool. regardless, uh, he is K2SO in full, I think. I think he falls under the Anthony Daniels category with 3PO, uh, but I would never compare those two. I think we had that discussion once, like, who, who do we prefer? Yeah. Uh, K2SO is an incredible droid character, in my opinion. I mean, he's not in the same category. Yeah, well, I would agree with that. He's in the same category, but then again... Not. Yeah. Because he's just got a different personality as a droid. C-3PO is legendary. Yes. And I don't think K-2SO is legendary yet. Right. But I do think that K-2SO has the opportunity to get up there, and here's why. So he he spoke with Entertainment Tonight and clarified his future role as K-2SO in the Disney Plus show Andor. Uh, So because last week, week and a half ago maybe, he was speaking with Collider and said... He's not involved with season one, which he doubles down with with entertainment tonight. So let me go ahead and just sit, read what he said. He said, I'm coming back at some point. I was there at the first announcement at D23, and at that point, the story hadn't been formalized yet. So now that it, is, that it has been formalized, even though I was announced at the beginning and every announcement I saw had me involved, I am not involved currently. I will be involved at some later date. So, I think it's very evident that if Andor gets a second season, a third season, and so on, which mm-hmm. obviously all of us as Star Wars fans are hoping for, because that means season one was good content, yeah. sounds like they're going to incorporate K2SO into the story. Which tells me then, it makes me possibly speculate that we are going to start Andor uh, well before, well not well before, but before maybe the rebellion is fully established, yeah, because he's got to be with paired that. up with K two for a lot of that portion. Yeah, of that we're gonna have the amount of trust that they do in the movie. Yeah, yeah. but what are y'all's just overall thoughts on K two not being in season one? Because we haven't had an opportunity to talk about that because it came out midweek last week and we had already pre recorded our Rebel Scum Texan uh, podcast episode, or sorry, YouTube exclusive episode oh yeah uh, so what do you think about k2 not being in season one because i'll be honest i was extremely bummed when i've read that last week so i kind of think it's uh it's promising really yeah like promising promising for the future or for this coming season the first season both okay let's hear it so if they're holding back k2so for a later season that obviously means that they have the confidence in their writers that season one will be good enough to have a second season and a third season. Yeah, so that's true. If they're holding back a character like that, you know, that everybody wants to see for a later season, then they obviously think it's going to be something really special. That's a good point. So I think it's promising. I haven't that, even for that. Series. I haven't even thought about it in that mm-hmm. in that light. Jacob, what do you think? Um, I think it could be good too. Um, you know, I mean, it is a bummer that we don't get to see them interact yeah in this first season right but nolan brought it up that 
if it's written in such a way that we get in the first season to be familiar with where he comes from, mm-hmm. um, and then the second season we get to see how they meet. Right. That would be awesome, right? Yeah. I mean, the show is called Andor, so they really need to establish Cassian mm-hmm. first and yeah. foremost, obviously. Absolutely. And that does kind of confirm that it will be a series, right? Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, hopefully it'll be a multi-part series. Do they know as far as episodes or how many episodes per, or is it going to be like a, a mini-series where it's like 30-minute, like almost like the Clone Wars, 30-minute episodes? Well, I want to say for sure that the timing of the episodes, I'm assuming, because we've now gotten, and and I think we're going to have a podcast episode on this at a later date, we've now gotten uh, WandaVision, and mm-hmm. I think we're going to have a podcast on how that connects to Star Wars maybe down the road, because that's just crushing it right now. But WandaVision has come out with Marvel's first Disney Plus show, and they're sticking to the whole like thirty minutes and beyond, kind of like what the Mandalorian established. Right. So mm-hmm. I think that's a setup, like a template that Disney Plus is going to continue with, as far as at least Star Wars and Marvel go. Do you think that's a marketing thing where they're like, okay, well we know that people sit down to eat for approximately thirty minutes, and they don't want to. People's lives are too busy now, so they're trying to sculpt. Um, television around people's lives and only give them thirty minute increments. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's I mean that's nope, an here interesting we go. Take. That left turn. <laughs> <There it is. laughs> Huge left turn. I mean, you typically like Friends, for example, or right. The Office. Thirty minutes when you go on Netflix and wherever they're at now. I don't know. I, I think it's actually I've got the, YouTube I think TV they're off and Netflix. Friends is literally on almost a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. True. It's just one of those like background music things, almost. Pretty much, it's gotten to that point. But anyway, I watched it today on lunch. <laughs> the TV show <laughs> platform back when it was watching it on live television, they were always twenty-two minutes and something odd seconds because you had to fit in those commercial, commercial breaks. breaks. Yeah. Uh, but now that we don't have that, I think the thirty-minute is kind of like the okay, you got to at least hit thirty-minute mark with at least Star Wars and Marvel, for it to be considered like a full-on series. Would y'all kind of agree with that? Yeah. Because I do think Clone Wars is typically around the 20-minute mark, so that is a little bit shorter. Yeah. I think those two probably, I mean, that's probably the separation between yeah, those two. Yeah, I think two. they're just trying to adapt to people's attention spans. Yeah, maybe. And, like, nobody wants to sit know. down. <laughs> nobody, I mean, not everybody has the time to sit down an hour each day yeah, or or each week yeah. to you know watch a show, but they do have an hour each week to uh, listen to Mando talk, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do that on the commute. Yeah, when it's on podcast form, right? When it's <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Again, I apologize. Just throw it on the that. dash and turn it on. <laughs> but in anyway, it's going to be interesting to see what Andor looks like, how it feels what the future of that show is going to be. But regardless, like I said at the top when I talked about this report, I was bummed with K2 not coming back for season one because that was part of the interest level for me. Now, Jacob just got all excited over here, so what do you have to say? Oh, man, I was just thinking you were saying uh, you would love to see what it looks like. Mm Mm-hmm. What the can't see an Andor show would look like. Mm-hmm. Cassian. Cassian. <laughs> Cassian Andor. Oh, man. 
I was just thinking I would love to see how the Empire propaganda machine got set up. And remember how in Rebels, the Emperor made himself look like he was young young and looked good. Mm-hmm. I would love to see that as his public face. Right. Be right. careful there. <laughs> <laughs> right. As his public face. Uh-huh. Because, you know, you got to think all these stormtroopers, all, all of the people who are in the Imperial military... They don't think they're the bad guys, right? They think that they're bringing peace to the galaxy. Correct. It would be awesome to see the way that the Empire is propagandizing that. Yeah. But underneath that layer, it would be awesome to see also the brutal kind of government authoritarianism that's going on in the real world. Yeah. You know? I think it's definitely possible to get that, and I think Andor might be... Uh, the place to display that. Oh, yeah. Display the Empire's growth over time. Ooh, and to go- also get to see uh, somehow his connection to being uh, um, the son of parents who were backing the Confederacy. With the Separatists, Yeah, right? the Separatists. Yeah. So that'll be really cool. And it'll be a missed opportunity if they don't touch on that because that's just yeah. a really cool yeah. plot point for his character. The fact that he his parents were Separatists. Mm-hmm. So, anyway... Uh, I can't wait for Andor. I think it's going to feel different uh, compared to anything Star Wars that we've seen. Uh, So I can't wait to see it. I think it's going to be a while before we see it, and we'll talk maybe a little bit more about that later when we're talking about the future of Disney Plus for Star Wars. But regardless, we can't wait to see K2SO come back uh, because it sounds like coming from Alec Tudyk himself that it's going to happen at some point. We just got to be patient. So, this is Mando Talk. We're all about the Mandalorian. The rest of these reports, rumors, things that we want to talk about are focused on the Mandalorian. So, let's go ahead and dive into it. And I'm really intrigued to think to hear what y'all have to say about this one. Yes, John sir. Favreau rec- recently was speaking with the Writers Guild of America. And he was asked to just talk about his process of writing the Mandalorian. And specifically what got brought up was how he came up with the idea of bringing back... Luke Skywalker. Again, one of the greatest moments we've seen as Star Wars fans. I'm still thinking about it each and every single day. <laughs> uh, the glowy green lightsaber with the fog. I mean, yeah, incredible, incredible. Anyway, this is what he said. He said, the story unfolded as I wrote it. The Mandalorian inherits a great deal from existing Star Wars stories, and when I write, the context is always a consideration. It became clear that within the established continuity, certain things were likely to transpire. So, I thought that that was interesting because he did not come into, like when he pitched it to Kathleen Kennedy, his pitch Mm -hmm. wasn't, here is a Mandalorian that meets a baby Yoda and they meet Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Apparently that wasn't part of the pitch because the Luke Skywalker part came after he was just writing away. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because, you know, fans with the sequels, they're always like, how come everything wasn't planned out to a T? And here, I mean, Favreau himself is admitting that Luke Skywalker wasn't necessarily planned out to a T. Yeah. It just made perfect sense for, as I was writing this, for it to flow out, and we got it, and it was executed perfectly. Yeah. So I want to hear y'all's thoughts on, like, I don't know, does it make you, I don't, it doesn't make me nervous. I don't, I don't even know what to ask with this. Like, just what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts uh, on Favreau's process on that? So my biggest concern with that is, uh, <laughs> obviously, the question that we're left with as far as where do we go from here? Yeah. 
that's my biggest concern, and I'm not going to go as far to say as it was executed perfectly as oh, you wow. did. Oh, okay. Because it's not over. Right. We're halfway through. True. It could be screwed up next season, and then you're going to be like, well, what the crap? Like it's going to be so- like the hand in the lightsaber thing. Okay. So you're saying like a perfect setup, almost like we thought The Force Awakens was. Yeah. And then The Last Jedi happened. It's got, it's got all the potential to be perfect. Okay. I see what you're saying. But if it's not executed well at the beginning of season three or at, you know, at all. At some point, whenever it comes up again. What good is it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, we get that back, but there's nothing done with it. And again, you're throwing the Skywalkers in something that they're not needed in. Right. And I think there's more to, and it again, there's more to see with it, I hope. Like, I was just thinking today, and I was talking to you about it. We finally have the opportunity of Ahsoka meeting her master's son, which would be, again, amazing if they do. But, yeah, it all does come back to execution. So it might look good on paper, but as long as they execute it, that's really the most important thing. Jacob, what do you think about the writing process as Favreau was speaking on how Luke came into play? <coughs> excuse you. Yeah, excuse me. <coughs> Um, man, I don't know. First thought is, you know, I do agree that it was executed like, like y'all remember our reactions after seeing it? Yeah, it was pretty amazing. (laughs) It was amazing. It was executed amazingly. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. For Um, what we've gotten so far. Yes. Yeah. For (laughs) him to do that. And it be like a natural progression from the story that he was already flowing from yeah. himself. Yeah. I think that speaks a lot to how good he could be as a writer. Yeah. <coughs> and I think it speaks a lot to how in tune he is with Star Wars as a whole. Yeah. Like he gets it. Yeah. Uh, and that's something that a lot of people think that sequel creators didn't get. They just yeah. didn't get it. Exactly. Like Favreau like you were saying just it flows. Yeah, and it's because, you know, he I don't know. <laughs> BA would probably have things to say about this. I mean, he Favreau's we not miss really you, concerned. <laughs> Favreau's not really concerned about making something that he thinks fans should see, right? Mm-hmm. He's just concerned about making a good Star Wars story, yeah. it seems. And, you know, Seeing that, I I guess he just has a natural talent for writing as well. Right. Well, um, now what Nono said, I can also see that where it's you know we've come to a climax in the story. It's really very open. What could happen in yeah. season three? There's no direction really. <laughs> yeah. Other than, other than I don't know <laughs> a couple of things, but it's like he's really got to pick it up. And I I believe that he'll know how to yeah. based off of his other work right. that we've seen and his work that he did with this show and his work that he did with Clone Wars. What else has he done? Favreau? Yeah. Iron Man. Yeah. Uh, Dave Filoni is who you're thinking of with Clone Wars. Favreau yeah. was uh, the voice of Pre Vizsla, but as far as like creative direction oh, okay. of Clone Wars, he didn't really have okay. much to okay, say okay. with okay. it. But yeah, regardless, Iron Man. Yeah. I mean, he kick-started Marvel, basically, with yeah. Kevin Feige. But yeah, was I he involved in like tying in all of the stories of Marvel? Uh, I think more so just Iron Man specifically, 
yeah. but regardless, again, my Iron Man, I do think, even though he's not my favorite, I do think Iron Man is the character that got MCU where it is. Yeah. Like, as far as... What did you say? Got a lot of people in. Iron Man's not my favorite MCU character, <laughs> man. <laughs> Who is? Sorry. It's either Cap or Thor. It's either Cap or Thor. Huh. I don't know why, but that's just the case, man. Whatever. <laughs> um, but, but we'll dig into yeah. the the season three speculation for a sure. lot more. For sure. Uh, yeah. We are having another guest on, actually, to talk about season three speculation. Uh, so be sure to check that out. It's coming out hopefully next week. Yeah, we'll see. If we we'll don't see. have a lot of news, we're going to. So, Zach Horvath, you've heard him before if you've been listening to our podcast for You're a, a long while, time listener. Because um, he came on to talk about the rise of Skywalker with us. So, we figured, you know what? We need to get him to come on and talk about season two of The Mandalorian. And I'm sure while he's here, <laughs> we'll be talking about what we could possibly see next. Oh, for Cause sure. Because we're, we're going to have to hear what he has to say. I mean, it's always good to have Zach on. So, we can't wait for you to hear that. But, I mean, I can't wait for us to sit Is down that and record it. All also going to be a YouTube special. We'll see. We'll see. Possibly might just be a YouTube special. So be sure to check us out on YouTube. Go yeah. to the go hit the subscribe button. Get the bell on so it get it the notifies bell on. it notifies you when we post something. That's very important. But it usually usually you can count on us every Friday. Absolutely. Now so, we said we weren't going to talk about season three, but let's oh talk about it with this last uh well oh, not last oh, oh but goodness. one of the news pieces. The rumor, and this is probably the biggest thing right now that everyone's talking about. Rumor, The Mandalorian Season 3 is expected to start filming on April 5th, 2021. This is according to Film and Television Industry Alliance. So let's first talk about that uh, news outlet. They have been wrong before regarding the Obi-Wan Kenobi shooting schedule. Mm. So... Okay. This does need to be fully clarified as a rumor. This is not 100% accurate. Not a fully reliable source. Right. They have been correct before, so I've read and heard others say, mm -hmm. but they are not 100% on the money all the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody's right sometimes. <laughs> True. I mean, come on. We're right sometimes. The clock is right twice, twice a, day. a day. So, same thing. Same thing. A broke but, clock. <laughs> yeah, right. Broke yeah. clock. My bad. I'm not good with like the uh, analogies. The old man <laughs> analogies. No, yeah. I'm I'm not at that age yet where they just come natural. I feel like I am. <laughs> I was gonna say that, but then I was like, yeah, people are gonna be like, what in the world does that even mean? Nah. Yeah, a broke clock is right twice a day. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. But I will say this. As far as <laughs> that was a really I'm loud. gonna use that. <laughs> As far Have you as never heard the that? no, I haven't. Are you kidding? See, well, I'm sorry. He's sitting no, here. You're good. No, we're spinning off. <laughs> you're good. But me and my coworker, we have like debates all the time, just about all kinds of crazy on what stuff. the oldest man saying is. No, <laughs> just That's all the kinds next of one. stupid <laughs> stuff. And you know, he's always like questioning me, like, "Where's your sources and stuff? And how do you know that you're right?" And I'm like. That's the perfect response that I could have. Well, a broke <laughs> clock is right twice a day. Yeah, that's the uh, <laughs> disclaimer that needs to be put at the bottom of every like podcast episode that yeah. we have. <laughs> like at some point, something that we say is gonna stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. Uh, as far as what this implies to me for the future, I am thinking that although this source might not be right all the time, I think it might actually kind of line up 
as far as what they got going on right now because the book of Boba Fett should be, if it hasn't already, finishing filming pretty soon. And the way that Favreau was speaking during Christmas, he was acting like as soon as Book of Boba Fett was wrapped, he was going straight into Mando Season 3, which would make sense because we are three and a half months away from April at this point, which would give him enough time to finish up maybe some post work that he needs to do with Book of Boba Fett or editing, all those sorts of different things. So I do think, although this report might not always, or this outlet might not always be accurate it would make sense it would make sense for that date or at least for that time frame for season three of the mandalorian to start shooting and first of all that's exciting yeah it's exciting to know that somewhere in our world which apparently it's going to be in los angeles uh Season three is getting shot, and somebody out there already knows what season three is going to look like and be mm-hmm. like and what happens, and yeah. I'm jealous. I'm jealous <laughs> that it's not me that knows. Don't you think they should share that with us, though? <laughs> yeah, they should let us know. So I mean, that would be a good thing. That would be a good thing to talk about. Well, not talk about, but know going into our podcast season. Uh, speaking of podcasts. What's that? I'm going to do another plug. Okay, here we go. What's the plug, man? <laughs> First annual Star Wars podcasting day. Let's go. First and I'm gonna say that again because it's epicness. <laughs> First annual Star Wars podcasting day, February seventh. Be on the lookout. Be there. Be square. We're gonna be <laughs> posting a Mando talk special that day. Uh, for we're joining. Was it seventy seven? There we were as as of two hours ago. Four. Podcast networks podcast? short of getting to seventy seven, and and so who let's is put, get it there? Who is putting it on? At Star Wars now this on Twitter, Star Wars now this is podcasting is yeah. putting it on, and Daniel Contreras is is the guy behind yes, that. One of our he's, listeners, uh, we he's really one of our listeners. It. He's given us a lot of su- given us a lot of support over the over the past couple of years, and uh, we really appreciate his publicity and getting us to be a part of this. So February seventh. First annual Star Wars podcasting day. 100%, man. You're pretty, don't miss it. You're pretty good at that. Don't dude. miss it. <laughs> be there. Uh, yes, be there. Get the bell on. <laughs> 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 All right, so the Book of Boba Fett, we haven't had an opportunity to talk about this. Uh-huh. We haven't really had an opportunity to talk about like what we might expect to see or like the positives dude. about it, the negatives about it. So let's just open this up. Like, yeah. what do y'all think? Right so I'm open for conversation, um, <laughs> but I honestly have no clue, and I'm anxious to hear y'all's perspective on it. On the book because, of Boba Fett. Yes, specifically on that, uh, because, dude, I don't even know. Like, what the story's going to be. Yes, like, I don't even know the time frame, if it's, like, five years past, if it's during the, you know, the rise of the uh, of the uh, First, First Order. Order. You, you know, I don't even have any clue. Yeah on anything right and i do think implications and that's what purely what this is going off of right now right implications of it being immediately after uh season two wrap like season two finished and you think we're getting credits but no we're getting this little tease mm-hmm. tells me that it's right at the same time frame hmm. and that's just my feeling right now i can't really say obviously that's 100 percent accurate but that's my feeling because again disney and Kathleen Kennedy has been hyping up the fact that this new Mando verse, what 
that's what we're calling it here in Mando Talk, is all going to connect at some point for a big climatic ending. Yeah. So that tells me that, that Book of Boba Fett is probably occurring dead on at the same time. Okay, I'm going to spin off that real quick. Spin it. So say it is. Say it is directly after the end of season two mm-hmm. that the Book of Boba Fett picks up. Mm-hmm. Boba and... Um, Finnick. Finnick and the Slave One go back to Tatooine and they take over the underworld. Jabba's Palace, baby. Jabba's Palace. <laughs> okay, say that happens. Mm-hmm. Mando doesn't have a ship, mm-hmm. but we also have Bo-Katan... And hurt guys, mm-hmm. and her crew, her squad. Moff Gideon, Kara, Kara Dune. Mm-hmm. Do you think? I, so I think Kara Dune will go back to being a marshal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we'll get any more of her as far as major roles. I think we'll visit her. Yeah, maybe once or twice. I think we'll get her in Rangers of the New Republic, that yeah. other show they're putting on. I think mm. she's. I think she's about okay. done for the Mandalorian. Really? I mean, we'll get we'll get we'll get glimpses of her every now and then, I and we might she's... get one episode with her yeah. in it. But she won't be a major character. Mm. I think the new ones. Mm-hmm. I think the man. I think Din Djarin is going with Bo-Katan, and they're going back to Mandalore. Yeah. That because would seem to be the case. Yeah. Din Djarin is the Mandalore. Currently. Yep. Currently, yes. 100%. Now, but also, Finnick was there at the end of season two. So she's got to get picked up at some point. So is there gonna is that how Book of Boba Fett might start, maybe? that Like, that's the transition of how Book of Boba Fett begins its season is Boba Fett picks up Finnick we say our adioses to Din Djarin and his crew and then we follow Boba could it be like literally that connected or do you think we're just going to pick up right off in Jabba's palace and he's already got Finnick I feel like we might pick up somewhere else like in, like we flash forward and he's already got her like that's pointless stuff we don't really need to see kind of thing maybe okay I think we'll get clarification on that on the time frame yeah but I, think I don't so. think we have to see it I think it'll come in another yeah another I think form. I think they're pretty good at that I think yeah. they might mention uh Mando and Bo-Katan. oh yeah I think they'll they'll put a little plug in yeah because they're gonna put a little plug in for people watching the book of Boba Fett hey. If, if for some reason you've been living under a rock and you haven't heard of the Mandalorian yet, uh, Din Djarin and all these other characters are out there, so uh, we'll get them later. Yeah. So don't forget about those guys. <laughs> I can't wait for the Book of Boba Fett. I mean, the possibilities are endless. But as far as strictly Book of Boba Fett... Now, let me ask you this. Boba Fett like... goes to Maz's castle at some point. We don't know when... But we know that he's been there. From the signet yeah. flag, correct? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean it's speak on that. You could you could assume that he's been there, but yeah. you could also assume that it was just a little Easter egg put in a Star Wars movie, possibly. Well, you could. I mean, if you're wanting to really connect <laughs> the dots, you could make your claim. Yeah. But why don't you speak on it? Well, <laughs> uh, do you remember the scene where Ray and uh, Finn and Han are walking up to Maz's castle, and there's all those banners hanging on the front of it? Well, Boba Fett's signet banner, the is, Mythosaur, is hanging. Is one of those banners hanging there? Well, that could be any Mandalorian, though, couldn't it? Uh, 
I don't think with those colors. Oh. It was for me I've always interpreted that as just an Easter egg. But you're really connecting the dots. I don't know if we'll see him go to Maz's castle. Now, uh what other underground characters do we see? What if he Okay, hold on, I'm sorry. Sequels. What if he does go to Maz's castle tracking down Han Solo cuz that's who he hates. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like the plot line right there. Huh. That's good. And they could bring in Alden Aaron Wright. I always butcher his last name. The guy who acted as the younger Solo in Solo a Star Wars story. Yeah. If they wanted to since it's only 5 years after return of the jedi to play han. Huh. That's a possibility. You let, let us know those of you listening if you want to see Han Solo show up in the book of Boba Fett, which would make sense because that's obviously Boba Fett's probably wanting to go kill the person that put him in the Sarlacc pit for mm-hmm. a while. Uh let us know if you want to see that. Jump down in the comments if you're watching on YouTube. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you think we're going to see in the book of Boba Fett because honestly your guess is probably as good as ours. Or better. Probably better. Because <laughs> I really, I don't have any idea. I wish I, I had some predictions. We're. I think what we need to do is we need to formulate maybe some more clear predictions before getting on air and having a podcast episode. Well, what kind of that. underground is in existence at this time? Hmm. I mean, the huts are dead. Huts are dead. Uh, but the now pikes we got, are dead. Yeah. Uh, but there's still spice, like the spice trade, right? Yeah. Okay, I see. But you got Boba that. Fett is more of a bounty hunter, though. Hmm. I don't know. I don't He's know as far runner. as underground goes. I don't know what we're playing with in that area because the sequels didn't really deal with any of that kind of stuff. But they did a little bit. Oh, Conja Club. Yeah. And uh, the other group that was there in The Force Awakens. Yeah. I don't want to see more of them, man, <laughs> honestly. Of all things in The Force Awakens, and I, Jacob, I think you heavily agree with this, the Rathtar sequence probably wasn't the best one, so I don't really need to see any more Conja Club members personally. <laughs> I'm good with it. Let's just, just focus on Boba Fett. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. anyway, guys, let's. I can't wait for the book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see kind of what they got with the future of that character and all things. Now, I do want to speak on the future of Star Wars on Disney Plus, though. Because mm. we haven't really talked about Season 3 of The Mandalorian. Like, So let's connect this back to the shooting. So if it's shooting in April, let's put our thinking caps on here. Book of Boba Fett's coming out in December of 2021. We know that is 100% fact. It would make zero sense for them to stack Season 3 of The Mandalorian right on top of that. We are, yeah. We're all in agreement of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have enough time to do it. And I don't think that it would make sense. I also don't think it makes sense to put out season three of The Mandalorian in early 2022. Depending on how long the Book of Boba Fett runs. Because if the Book of Boba Fett starts in December and it's eight episodes, it'll go yeah. all the way until the end of January, beginning of February. Yeah. So it wouldn't make any sense to put it out in early 2022 either. So here's what I'm thinking, and a lot of people out there think, okay, maybe we'll get it in the spring of 2022, summer of 2022, but I don't want them to do that. I am a-okay with waiting until next holiday. Just like they're going (laughs) to, they need to stick to the fall and winter months being the Mandoverse content 
in my opinion. Mm. Like, yes, that's a two-year wait for us here at Mando Talk for wait for season three of The Mandalorian, but I would prefer it that way, honestly. And that way it gives maybe the spring and summer the opening for Andor, the opening for uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, Lando's show, the Acolyte, all the yeah. different things they have planned. But, but they need to stick with fall and winter and just as Mandoverse for me. and nostalgia? Or Probably why? nostalgia. I mean, at this point, yeah. when I'm thinking of fall and winter, I'm always thinking there should be something new, Star Wars coming out. Yeah. They established that with the sequels. The sequels mm-hmm. really made December Star Wars' month. Yeah. And then once they were over, it was like, okay, when Star Wars going to take back that? And then obviously the Mandalorian definitely did that. I don't know. What do y'all think? When do you okay? When do you want to see season three of The Mandalorian? In November, December of twenty twenty one. So on top of the Book of Boba Fett. Uh, <laughs> Nolan, what about you? When do you want to see it? Now. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we would love to see it now. But I'm just thinking kind of, I don't know. I'm thinking about just the pacing and the spacing out of content because you don't want to yeah. just overload it. Oh, yeah. I mean, nothing makes sense when it comes to it. Yeah. But, I mean, just to eliminate all of it, it would be great just to have it now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, Star Wars fans, we want it now. <laughs> like next week, next Friday, right? All right, next Friday, we are reviewing chapter uh, 17 of season three of The Mandalorian because we got early access. We don't, but I wish. So let's end in a positive note talking about the last news piece here for The Mandalorian. The American Film Institute names The Mandalorian one of the top 10 television programs of 2020. So bravo to Favreau, Filoni, cast and crew, yeah, everyone involved. Well deserved. Put your hands well together for those guys. They have really claps, made something great <laughs> they for really Star have. Wars. They've drawn in a whole new crowd, and it's very well deserved, I think. Yeah, and they've rebranded Star Wars, honestly. like There's really a lot have. of people out there that think Star Wars' future is only television at this point. Hmm. Now, I'm not it's there yet. And we talked about that with... Um, Rebel yeah. Scum Texan. And I think that's an interesting conversation. Like, what does... Because we know... The movies, I, I think the movies were going away eventually at some point, but COVID-19 really kind of pushed that even further. Movies are going away eventually, and I'm interested to see what that's going to do with Star Wars as a whole. But it is nice to see that television is working. It's a viable option. For so them. if theater does eventually go away, at least we know that what we're getting right now will still be good. But... In my opinion, nothing beats Star Wars in a movie theater. Yeah. Right. But again, congratulations to Star Wars and their television department because they have started off on a great note with The Mandalorian. Well, listen, guys, that's all the news pieces that we have for this week, and we really appreciate your continued support and you continuing to listen to us, especially during this offseason. Obviously, we cover our main focus is to cover The Mandalorian and give the reviews for the new episodes that come out. But during the off-season, it's really about connecting with you guys and getting to know each other more and just talking Star Wars and having a bunch of fun. So again, follow us on YouTube. Or not follow us, but subscribe to us on YouTube. Hit the bell. Do all the things necessary you need to in order to get 
all the YouTube content and continue to listen to us on podcasts because we're not going away as far as our podcast platforms either. Three things to mention before we get out of here. One, sorry for last week um, as far as it not being on podcast form, but if you really want to see that banger of an episode we did, (laughs) go to YouTube, subscribe, get the bell on so you get notified whenever we post on YouTube, and listen to our conversation with our um, giveaway winner, Rebel Scum Texan. He got to be on our show, and it was a great episode. It was. It was a lot of fun to do, and he's a a really good guy. Yeah, Um, Second, first annual Star Wars Podcasting Day. Don't miss it. February 7th, we're doing a special episode that day, and... um, we're gonna we're gonna come up with something good. I think so. We're gonna come up with something so. really good for that day. We're gonna have really solid content for that day. So check us out, February seventh, first annual Star Wars Podcasting Day. Thanks, Daniel, for for the invite to that. Um, and third, mm-hmm. Zach Horvath. Next on Friday. Next Friday, Zach Horvath. We're gonna have him on the show, uh, and it's gonna be another. Four screened, four screened, probably may hopefully three screened if I can make it. Um, if not, it'll be me uh, and Zach at least. It's gonna Caleb be and Zach. It's gonna be a great conversation. Oh yeah, and, and like I said, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be focused on reflecting on season two of the Mandalorian. Poss- and we'll get into a little bit of all right, Zach. What do you want to see in the future? All right. those kind of yeah. things. So we're gonna. We're going to eat up Zach's time because when we have him, man, we're going to have a great conversation. And he always <laughs> really brings his A game, so you don't yeah. want to miss that. Next nope. Friday, we'll be dropping that episode. Don't miss it on YouTube and hopefully on podcast yeah, for, it'll, for it'll Friday. It'll be on podcast, too. I'll get He's that. promising it's yeah, going to be on podcast. So I'll get it done. We're going to make it happen for you guys. Yeah. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. You guys got anything else? Yeah, just follow us on socials because, again, it's really fun to connect with you. At Mando Talk, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Comment. That's how we can talk to you guys. Yeah. We love to comment back and forth with our, our listeners and our followers. So with that being said, we have spoken.